Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hanging Shavs podcast. I'm Matt Shaver. I'm Mike Pavlik. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Yes, we are recording this on the first day of Women's History Month. I didn't even so, know that. I thought it happy... was Irish Pride Month. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But um, Google, they, the only reason I know it is because Google has it on their calendar, like automatically on their holiday oh, calendar. So, they didn't do any doodle thing? I don't know. They might. But uh, happy Women's Month to all the women out there. Of course, you know, there's a war brewing in Europe and the women... Still Brewing? have to make it all about them. Brewing? There's a war ongoing. There's an ongoing say, war I, in Europe. I think the war has been distributed. That, yeah. that war beer has been very distributed at this point. My big joke today was how funny it is that Disney is currently releasing a movie called A Turning Red while Russia invades uh, Ukraine. I just thought I got a little chuckle out of that. Um and then I looked it up, and it turns out they actually postponed the release of the movie in Russia, which oh. is very funny because there's clearly enough threat of things turning red in Europe as is. They don't what? need the Pixar movie. So, ha 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 ha. Thought that was thought that was entertaining, though. I guess what is like, what was the reason that they would stop it in Russia? Like they're already red. What? That joke like doesn't apply to them. Right. I mean, they're no, not it's, communists, it's, but no, I think that was just Disney's way of like trying to be a, a good business. They're like, oh, we're not going to release our movie in Russia. It's kind of like that the, was one of those things. It's kind of like the Black Lives Matter movement now all over again. It's like okay, all the companies are going, and we're doing you know blue and Dear. yellow for Ukraine now. Yeah. So here's the thing. Be... I had a tweet about that the other day. The same. And listen. It's probably a bad thing to say on the first podcast of Women's History Month, but fuck it. Mm. Uh, At least you're saying it. The same women who were out there like posting all those Instagram things being like, how to talk about your privilege or five books you should read to acknowledge your inner white person. Listen, I get it. They're trying to spread the good word. It's not the way to do it, okay? But the same women who are out there posting that shit are now like, here's how to donate to Ukraine. Here's 10 things to know about Ukraine's history. And I'm like, hey, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Huh? Why don't you shut the fuck up? Do you think it's just like hey. a righteousness campaign pretty much? Oh, yeah. The, Everything's the a fucking righteousness. Get. Everything's a righteousness campaign nowadays. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, like but if you say day, anything you know, against that, you're, you know, you're uh, a piece of shit. Apparently. Right. That's good. Yeah. I was going to say insensitive, but a piece of shit's a much better way to put it. I mean, yeah. I suppose, yeah. I mean, you're a piece of shit for kind of not being able to resist to not say anything because at that point it's kind of like not worth your time. Um, but yeah, I mean, when does it start hitting the threshold where like uh, it's not a righteousness campaign anymore and you're actually bringing some like benefit, like donations? Uh, yeah, if you yourself raise money and are able to raise some donations as part of like posts you're making, then I'll, then I, you know, then I have, uh, then I've, you've earned some respect in my book. You've, you've crossed over to the, you're yeah, okay. Then it's not mode. bullshit. Everything mm. else, in my opinion, is uh, entirely bullshit. So just uh, be aware of that while people, you know, people, while you're posting stuff on, on Instagram and all that. The most infuriating thing I've seen so far uh, is Instagram models uh, sharing links and pages 
that are relief funds for um I forget the exact word, but basically pets that have been affected by the Ukraine crisis. No way. Shut I up. swear to God. I swear Shut to God. Up. It's literally like pages uh, that are dedicated to have people donate money to save like dogs in Ukraine. What would be the right word to use to describe that? Is that being delusional? Is that being? It's just called being an idiot. Uh, I mean, okay. these are again. It's we're talking about Instagram models here. Yeah, I mean, they're, we're talking about stupid people here. I mean, the, here's the thing: you got a humanitarian crisis, war going on in the country. Yes. Listen, I'm all I'm all for you doing whatever you can to promote the local dog shelters and things here. When there's people dying and getting hit by missiles, here's my stance: fuck your dogs, fuck all their dogs, fuck their dogs. Don't give a shit about your dogs. Definitely don't give a shit about your cats. Any other pet is as good as food in my book. Don't care, 100%. couldn't care less, could not care less. Are we talking about the Instagram models or talking about dogs in the US or dogs in Ukraine? No, 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 in the Ukraine. In okay, the that's Ukraine. what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one, those shelters are probably not open anymore. <laughs> They're gone. I wouldn't call them uh, essential businesses right now if you want to put it on US terms. Right. Um, I don't know many essential businesses that are active in that region of Ukraine besides uh, militarily. Right. Um, yeah, and hopefully, uh, dog's animal instinct kicks in, kind of like the scene from Bambi where they all run out of the they leave, uh, they get the forest. hell out of there. Yeah, hopefully they're smart enough. A lot of dogs are. Uh, hopefully they go the other way from the loud noises, right? And the, and yeah, the Russian no, chants. I think that if are you just in. let them let them be, they'll figure it out. But here's the thing: yeah, they're um, fucking. Even, wild. If, they, That's people, even if they don't, you know, I'm cool if 500 puppies die. And uh, two people don't as a result sure. of you saying one hundred percent, one hundred percent. There is a Fuck level of dogs. humanity that needs to be realized. With that being said, totally unrelated to um, a dog crisis in Ukraine, uh, you're having I, a dog crisis. Uh, no, actually, my dog situation, knock on wood, uh, actually has been working out very <laughs> wait, well. But I did wait, you know, rescue this dog. You know what I saw the other day? An article that reminded me of you. Oh God! Um, there is a there is a family in California who was reunited with their missing dog. Oh no! After twelve years. Okay, how do you know at that point? Twelve years. I'm calling bullshit. How it, do you know at that point? Twelve That's not a, years. How do you know? It like, must legit, have been I, chipped. It must have been chipped. It had to have been right. Yeah. That's the only thing that I'm like you know for sure. Right. So all I'm saying now is you've got another dozen years until you're what if, for sure in the clear. What if this dog is chipped in its testicles and oh, the moment that would actually free it from past ownership would be me getting it neutered? Yeah. Yeah, whatever helps you sleep at night by rationalizing it that way. Yeah, that's fine. Mike, why are you touching your dog's balls so much? Uh, well, I'm trying to find a chip. I think the microchips. The chip. And looking I know Bill Gates put a microchip in my dog's right testicle. I just don't know how small it is, and I don't know how deep it is. Right. Um, I believe that my dog's testicle is actually a black hole. Um, so it's okay. actually a never-ending universe that the search will never end until I find it. So this um, is just now just become an excuse for why you need to keep rubbing your dog's balls. Precisely. Maybe you should yeah, get it neutered go... as quickly as possible. But then that will remove the. It'll only remove access. What do you to do that? That'll, you go ahead and do that'll that? remove the door. Why do you go ahead and just do that? Why do you no, go ahead and it'll remove the door to the multiverses. No, no, 
Somebody got to I need access. Me. That's where I enter into multiverses is through my dog's testicles. Okay. Okay. What were some of the topics uh, you said you had to discuss oh, on today's show? I actually show? did want to talk about this, though. Um, so dog-related, I was driving. Uh, my buddy came in town for the wedding I was at this weekend. I was driving on Thursday to go get hamburgers, obviously. Um, and you, you are... You're having a, a fucking problem with those. Aren't I you? actually didn't eat at that moment because I realized I don't need to have hamburgers right now because I had already eaten dinner like an hour before he showed up. So I was very proud of that self-control. But at the good, same time, good. I had to identify the self-control. I was like, yeah, so I could eat right now, but I'm not going to good, because smart. I know it's bad. And he's like, yes. okay, that's great. I'm, I'm happy for you. Okay, continue the dog story. Long story short, three puppies ran in front uh, across the like four way service road that I live on, um, and I as I, I was passing, I was like, "Oh my god, were those kittens?" And then I looked a little bit more, and I was like, "Oh my god, no, those were legit three puppies, like pup, like kitten sized puppies." Wow! And it was a it was one of those moments where you just have to erase it from your memory, Men in Black wise, or like you're gonna cry at random moments. You know what's funny about that uh, is that it sounds like those puppies left a bigger impression on you and made oh, no. you more sad than oh. the human trafficking victim you saw on the same road like a week ago. Here's the difference. I didn't know for sure that she was being human trafficked. She could have just, you know how like some people have resting bitch face? Maybe she was just resting. She had resting. I look like I'm getting girl. kidnapped face. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no. That happens. Let me, all, yeah, no, let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and put a hard stop stop on that one right there. If a I no. had a nickel for every girl that looked like she might be Don't trapped. even finish that thought because you don't want to go there. Okay, okay. I love yeah, I love how your immediate reaction was I need to M in black my uh men in black my own brain or else I'm gonna be traumatized for life. A week ago you were like, Huh? What was going on okay. with her? Oh well, gotta go get a hamburger. But I met in black my brain off that through the driving range. So I didn't have the drive. Maybe the burger would have been the men in black device for me, but I actually said no to it, said no to the vice of my life. So that is where, you know, I, I took the what took the blue pill instead of the red pill. Maybe? I don't know. No, I took the red pill instead of the blue pill. Yeah. Wow. You woke up. Okay. Well, I um, did wake up. You heard it here first, folks. Um, uh, Mike, who just agreed with my sentiment about dogs in the Ukraine, could care less about humans in Texas and for, said prefers uh, our puppies' lives to the safety of our of our women during this here Women's History oh, Month. Yeah. So, um, and it's Women's History Month. Yeah. Man, that is some oh, yeah. tough timing. Just digging that hole deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Not my best. Uh, well, again, let's just make sure that we, we confirm or specify that uh, it wasn't confirmed that she was escaping a captor. Okay. Uh, you said you went to a wedding this weekend. I did go to a wedding this anything weekend. Anything notable happened there? Any Anything uh, crazy, wild, uh, super interesting, really, embarrassing? Uh, really good red velvet cupcakes. Okay. I had a lot of those. I ate one in one bite, which was... One bite? Overwhelming, yes. Were, these were mini cupcakes, I hope, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say like medium size. You know the the mini cupcakes are like really <laughs> mini. Like our listeners, mini cupcakes are, are probably two and a half, three inches. Two, yeah, two, it was about two that. It was about so. that. It was about that. But you okay. can you can make more mini cupcakes just to specify as well. But it was still probably categorized as a mini cupcake. 
ate one of those in one bite. Uh, I didn't choke on it, but definitely had to take some time getting it down. Yeah. Um. Besides that, uh, not too much happened. I think there was one individual. So they had a craps table there, but there wasn't Ooh. legitimate betting. It was just like a free, no oh, money okay. craps table. Uh, there was one guy that was there that definitely needs to call the gambling hotline. Ah. Uh. It was like getting was... mad at other people for doing things wrong and then was getting and mad at the dealer at the for doing things wrong. At the wedding. <laughs> and then there were Christ. moments there was moments where he was the only person at the craps table and he was still playing. Yeah, that's I was a like, bad bro, look. that's that's like a social We know a game. couple this guys is... like that. That's a that's a bad look. You don't want to be Yeah. That yeah. You don't be that guy. It was just very uh in my face, you know what I mean? Like I had a front row seat to it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have a front row seat. No, it was shockingly was not. My brain oh, okay. isn't uh developed enough to understand the game of craps i just learned uh i just learned poker this weekend now i still don't have i still don't have uh all the things memorized so i guess i can't actually say i learned poker but i played poker again this weekend actually enjoyed it a little bit only reason i enjoyed it because the buy-in was five dollars we got to play for a little bit we played at the schvitz we played the schvitz oh hell yeah went to the schvitz this weekend who'd Uh, you go with um i don't know if you can specify names well i might have mitch Uh, his brother, Ryan, Ben. Yeah, it was a, it was a good time. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar, the Schwitz is one of like four old school remaining Russian bathhouse sauna places left in the country. It's like Um, the biggest one between here and I think Buffalo's the next closest one. Buffalo closed permanently. So I think there's like four of them now. I think Detroit has one. Cleveland has one. And then it's um, New York, I think, right? New York has one, and then I can't remember where the other ones are, but there's not many because it's a uh, the way they were constructed. Basically, what it is is like upstairs there's a uh, a restaurant, and you go downstairs, and there is a massive steam room that is uh, behind a wall. There's open burners like at the bottom of your grill. Picture the burners at the bottom of your grill that are heating stones. And the stones generate steam and you can throw water on them to generate additional steam. It heats up this massive room and it can get as hot as like 210 degrees in there, if not even hotter. Um, It's crazy. You walk in there, immediately start sweating. Uh, If people throw a bunch of buckets on, it gets even hotter. And then once you exit, you can either take a shower, uh, lay down on kind of these stone beds they have, or the proper way to do it is to jump immediately into a groundwater pool that is legitimately freezing cold and it shocks your entire system and it makes you feel like you're reborn. So that's, that's the Schwitz in a nutshell. Um, I won't get into too many details about what other things happen there because we want them to stay in business. Great place. If you're in Cleveland, I highly recommend going, but hilarious story from it that I want to share. You'll appreciate this, Mike, cause you've been there. One of the guys who was there with us, it was his first time there. So we go, you got to put a bucket on. You got to fill up and put a bucket on is when you fill up a bucket with water, you toss the water and a huge wave of steam comes out, makes the room even hotter. So we go, you got to put a bucket on. You got to put a bucket on. He fills up the bucket with water, goes over to the stones, throws the whole bucket into the furnace, throws the entire bucket in to a dark room. You can't see in it, a dark room that's back behind a wall that's filled with these like 500 degree plus stones, throws the bucket back there, immediately freezes. Everyone in the sauna freezes. We all look at each other. Was there other people like that not weren't in your group? Luckily for him, no. At the time, oh it was only our group, but our God, entire group was in there. So bad. Our entire group was in there and we go, oh my God. He starts freaking out. He starts going, 
oh my god, I can't believe I did that. Oh my god, it just slipped. Oh my god, and we're all just we all just start dying laughing. He's shitting his pants. He thinks that because we we immediately go, you have to tell him. We go, dude, you have to tell him. And he's like, ah, you think so? I go, yeah, you have to. You do. We literally thought he were going to come downstairs carrying him and throw him in the furnace with the bucket. Unreal. He's freaking out. We finally talk him down a little bit. We're like, hey, dude, do you know how many hammered guys are here? Like hammered guys. This absolutely has happened before, like without a doubt. So we kind of talk him down a little bit. He goes upstairs. In the meantime, some other guys come into the sauna and they go, it kind of tastes metallic. It kind of smells. No, it start, it smells metallic and up. money and uh, and metally. And we go, yeah, our buddy threw the bucket in. These guys start laughing. They can't believe it. They're like, are no you fucking way. kidding me? And then they say the same thing. They're basically like, this has had to have happened before, but never yeah. while I've been here. I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid walks up to the guy at the front desk and he goes, um, hey, uh, I threw the bucket in the furnace. And the guy just turns him and goes, don't tell me you threw the bucket in the furnace. Don't tell me that. And these <laughs> these are like, these are the most guys that like will not chew you out to the point of you feeling like that's all he had to say that's all right chew you out to the point where you will feel like a dumbass he just goes don't tell me you threw the bucket in don't tell me that and he goes yeah i did he goes don't tell me that yeah so basically funnily enough what happens is one of the guys comes downstairs he's got a fucking those poles that we use as lifeguards that have the pool nets on the on the back of them he just takes one of those poles the kid holds a flashlight the bucket is all the way in the back. Like it was, oh he threw it God. as far back as possible. Takes like three minutes of this guy fishing around this hot ass oven to fish this thing out. Brings the bucket out, tries to cool it down with water, just steam erupting oh, from the yeah. bucket. I mean, this thing's hot. This thing was hot for another 15 minutes. And they said, um, it's definitely happened before, but they said they used to use plastic buckets because sometimes they would just melt. If someone threw them in, they would just melt in there. And he was like, yeah, we don't do that anymore. So that's why we use metal. I can Hilarious Fritz story. Yeah. Yeah, hilarious. After after the hundredth cancer uh, lawsuit that we had, yeah. we had to stop yeah using plastic button buckets. Yeah, so that oh was uh, that was hysterical. We gave him shit for it for a couple more hours, and then everyone kind of got over it. But uh, word spread pretty quickly. It was a it was a fun time. It was a fun time. So that is hilarious. As it always never is, never a dull moment at the Schwitz. And it reminded me of another story from there, where I think I've told you this before, where. And I, I went there with a, a group one time and one of the dads claimed that this, he was the guy that did this, claimed a guy went there, was eating a steak, collapsed, had a heart attack. This other dad was an EMT, gave him like mouth to mouth as he's there, like just in his robe, shit hanging out, gave him mouth to mouth and uh, chest um, compressions. Guy came back to life. They're like, all right, we'll get you an ambulance, whatever. And he said, no, 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 I'm, I'm finishing my steak. Finished his steak, <laughs> finished his food. And then went home on his went own accord from went the Schmitz. Home. Yeah. He even yeah. go to the hospital. Nope. Just went home. Uh, yeah. That's the most unsurprising uh, thing to happen at the Schmitz though, because like that's unsurprising happening there. Yeah. Anywhere else that would be concerning, alarming uh, there. Nah, it's just another day at the Schmitz. Yeah. And again, I don't want to give too much of it away because of course it's one of those things you want to go experience for yourself, but um it's a it's a magic place basically. It is. So yeah. That was uh that was Sunday. That was a fun Sunday. What uh what other you had you had uh you were saying something bad about your apartment. Uh something about something happened to your apartment? Yeah, just uh we had uh a break in in a guest uh parking lot area. 
Mm. And people turned into uh, to compare certain rants that you've gone on r slash apartment complexes. Oh, people no. went pretty nuclear on, and I hadn't read the group message that I'm in uh, in quite a while until it got to like a hundred messages. Oh, no. and it was just crazy to me the like entitlement that some people had to. So wait, like, wait, wait. Let's back up a little bit. So. Someone broke into a car in your apartment's guest parking area. Correct. So there's like a guest parking area that's not protected from a gated off resident parking area. Right. Which at the same time, if somebody really wanted to get up there and get in, they could pretty fucking easy. Yeah. So so someone broke into a car there and you're in a group text or you were added to a group text or something. How did that work? I was added to the group text. So like when I came over and took over this lease at this apartment, my friend was in this group text already, and then she was like, "Oh, I'll add you to this group message of people that live in the building." And I was like, "It's yeah, just fuck a it, whatever. random assortment of people live in the building." I do not know one person in the okay. group text. How yes. many people about are in it? Uh, gosh, I don't know. I think it's like a hundred something, maybe. Oh Jesus! Okay, maybe and this maybe is like less. a literal group text. Oh yeah, maybe less though. Let me see. Oh my god! Okay. I don't know if they specify. Oh yeah, 150 members. Oh Holy shit! Oh my god! Jesus, I didn't even realize that many people. Okay. So you're added to this group text. This car gets broken into. It starts popping off. People just start bitching about how there's no security. There's not enough security. And like for the most part, I've, I've had good experience at this complex so far. But like also my expectations are so low coming in because I'm not like a apartment complex lifer. And people are like, oh, my God, I can't wait to move out of this place. It's terrible. Uh, there's no security. Like apparently the one woman came in that the car got broken into and was like, what are you guys going to do about it? And they're just like, there's nothing we can do. Like we're the only, the only uh, fix would be security 24, seven, And they're like, we're not going to do that. And pretty yeah. much just like told her to fuck off. Yeah. Pretty much. Fair. Okay. And they just pretty much went like, everybody was just complaining about the apartment complex. I can't wait to move out of here. Oh my God. They're going to raise the rent. Oh my oh, God. That's a big like, one. That's if a big I wanted one. to, yeah, but it's like, uh, yeah, of course they are. That's the way the world works. Like they're, you're going to change over and they're going to raise the rent. You don't like it. You got every chance to move out. Yeah. Somebody else was like, I, if they're not going to do security, they can go, you know, I can go live somewhere else for you a can. lower amount of Correct. money. Yeah, I'm like, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Like, what are you talking you're about? You're welcome to do that. And the thing that I did, so there's another woman that was like, Oh yeah, and like maybe if they would do security, I wouldn't have to walk down to get my Grubhub, and that's when I like oh, threw okay. my. That's when I threw my phone up in the air. I was yeah. like, "You gotta be shitting me!" It's like I, I mean, hope you're not serious. To be fair, that is a, a perk of living in apartments. So here's the thing: I was so excited for that because in Cleveland, and I would say like B and C tier cities like Cleveland. Uh, delivery drivers don't come to your apartment. Um, they don't, don't. come. They don't come up. Like they don't come up. Oh, oh. They oh, might oh. go to the front door of the building. Maybe they'll come into the lobby. Uh, so Chicago, uh, I think places like New York. It sounds like Austin, similar. People will come all the way up to your apartment door and deliver the food. So when I moved to Chicago, I was really excited for that. I was like, okay, when it's cold in the winter, on the off chance that I order a food delivery, which I might do once every two weeks, I was yeah, like, great, yeah. they're going to bring it all the way up here. That's awesome. Had maybe three experiences with it, and then COVID hit, and that became illegal. Like, no one was allowed 
to come up to your apartment ever again. And I think they've just stopped it forever. Um, Unless people, people probably like these assholes in your apartment probably put in their directions, bring it up to my apartment unit, you know? Um, And you better be tipping well if that, if that's the case, but it it was a sad victim. So I could, I could understand with, um, you know, with people being worried about delivery, people being in there, but here's the thing, dude, people at apartments like that, when you get people that are paying a good amount for rent, they automatically start feeling like entitled, like, very entitled, extremely very entitled. entitled. And I found the same thing out because when I moved, I lived in a luxury high rise when I first moved to Chicago, um, incredible gym, uh, roof, pool, grills. I mean, just incredible amenities and very expensive. Um, and when COVID came and they shut everything down there, People lost their minds. People were like, I moved in this building because it had a sauna and now I can't use the sauna. I better be getting money off my rent and I can't use the gym. So I got to go to Equinox next door instead of staying in the big, <laughs> like just insane <laughs> shit, insane shit. Um, and I got added to like one of these, uh, one of these, thankfully it was an email chain. It wasn't a group text. It was an email chain at the time. And it was just the same sort of message as people just bitching about like how it was unfair that they shut down all the amenities because of a global pandemic, which I totally understood. I felt like I was getting fucked. And so they were all like, we need to band together and not pay rent unless they agree us to give us a certain dollar amount off rent. Oh, and I, I was like, this. okay, let me know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to keep paying rents because um, it I, shows how hard a revolution is. You, yeah. you got, the, oh, you got yeah. the crash course, the civil course and uh, revolution. Yeah. I was like, listen, I'm getting shafted with this rent, obviously, but I don't want to get kicked out in the middle of my second month here in a Chicago winter and have to figure shit out. So I was like, you guys do that. And let me know how it goes. And um, basically, it just went on for a while. There's people emailing the group being like, hey, I talked to management today. They were completely unwilling to meet, blah, blah, blah. And it just kept going. It was just like three women just complaining, complaining. And then there were like girls my age that would always chime in and be like, yeah, um, they like should totally reopen the gym right now because it's insane. Like, I can't wait to move out of here. How much we're getting charged? I found another apartment with the same amenities down in in uh, Gold Coast that's like four hundred dollars, and I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god, get me out of here, get me out of here, yeah, please. yeah, please, please, Mister Mister, I can't me imagine here. being in a group text war, but it's amazing. I mean, you you put people in a building that's semi tall. Or just put their gates behind their cars behind a locked gate, and people start to think they're like the fucking queen of Sheba. Yeah, I think people are just like, yeah, incredibly spoiled and inc- incredibly entitled. But here's what the other thing that I will say: thank God there were some people in that group text, and I wasn't going to be the one to do it. But oh. there were some people that jokingly like called them out in a hilarious way <laughs> to like talk shit and call them out for how ridiculous That's they were great. sounding. That's but great. you go ahead and you go to these people's profile pictures and you're like, I can't believe they just said that. Oh my God, what a ridiculous statement or like just like unsympathetic, yada yada, or unrealistic. And then you go to their picture and you go, Oh, oh, that makes sense. Oh, it makes total yeah. sense. They've literally and just in the instance that I was in, like I realize that it's women's month, so I'm not trying to be too disrespectful. <laughs> oh, it's always women. But oh, it's, it's already over. It's, it's always already over. women. 
Yes. This woman must have had like her Alta Beauty bill must be like $800 a month. <laughs> it's got to be crippling. Oh, because fuck. I was like, why? Like there's less paint on a fucking Picasso than there is on your face. Oh, what are man. you doing? Yeah, brutal. Brutal. Yeah. I, you know, I've, I'm, I'm cool with taking the repercussions or being brutal on that statement. No, that's fine. That's about, fine. Yeah. Yeah, no, don't be a bitch in the group text of your apartment building unless you want to be called out for wearing more cake than the wedding cake Mike went to. So exactly. Precisely. Adding more layers on, that's what I should have said. Dude, yeah. that was actually a very well-balanced icing on the... Uh, usually, I'm a pretty big critic on that. Like, I'm not a huge icing guy, but icing was great, and uh, balance of icing was very good as well. Yeah. They also... The red velvet... Ha- cake had some like chunks like chocolate chips in it or something but like it wasn't chocolate chips maybe it was red velvet chips which i don't know if they make but i bet they do and holy shit what that's got to be a huge what the revenue fuck is red velvet like i've had yeah. red velvet but what the fuck is red velvet so they actually take uh velvet no, that you find what in the clothes fuck is red and velvet? grind it up in sausage grinders and then bake it into the uh the batter and that's the uh red do you velvet have any aspect. idea what it is Absolutely no clue. I couldn't tell you where it derives from. I couldn't tell right. you how it's made. I couldn't tell you. Is it? Uh, my guess would be it's literally just more fats. So whether that be cream or like emulsified or not emulsified, but like a fluffed like sugar or like my guess is it's just more fats and then red food coloring would be my. I was just about to say. Would be my take on it. That's the exact thing I was going to say. Yep. Is that literally the only thing that makes it red velvet quotation marks are being made right now is food dye. Right. So fuck, you know, I red velvet's fine. It's fine. Are we we an anti red velvet? It usually comes with a pretty, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like dense frosting. Like it's not airy frostings. They're usually, I feel like very dense and uh, milky. Kinda. Our, our, okay, this one was creamy. I don't think milky. Creamy, creamy? is probably the word okay, there. Creamy. Yeah, because milky, you think, oh, it's it's like liquidy, and that's not the case with frosting. No, but I, I will say, um, well, we'll we'll pull our listeners. No, we'll pull no, our we listeners. Won't. We'll no, see. Ah, we, oh, we might. <laughs> no, we won't. We might. Uh, There's a function that lets me this? put polls into the podcast. I could actually tack it onto this one. It's, oh, really? Yeah. I don't even know. Is how that inside of Spotify that. or what is that inside? Yeah, it's in Spotify. They're doing all sorts of shit. Dude, uh, hey, Spotify, how about you start doing this? When I build a cue list of songs that I want, don't delete it until I've listened to the cued songs. Uh, motherfuckers. When do, how do they never do that? What are you talking about? Oh, it happens to me all the time. Do I don't you, know how, but it happens to me all the time. you close out your Spotify app on your phone? I, I just like, sometimes I'll stop listening and then I'll, you know, swipe out of it but it'll be on in the background and then I'll go do something else because I'm not listening to music and then I'll come back to it wanting no. to go to my queue and it's no, gone. I've never had that happen. I think I'm being personally attacked um, yeah. by Spotify. I don't know the reason why yet, but I'm going to get to the bottom of it. I plan on infiltrating Spotify's headquarters. Um, it's probably because you listen to all the Joe Rogan podcasts. They're secretly, uh, they're secretly making people's listening experiences worse. I listened to a few episodes here. And no, there. I'm kidding. I, I I listened to a few. I think everyone has listened to a few Joe Rogan episodes. If anyone says they haven't, they're uh, a lying or they're a literal huge loser. I mean, that's the thing with his podcast is he's literally had so many interesting people on it that like if you're a human being that's interested in most things, you've probably watched one of his episodes because you very rarely get to see just an open discussion with whoever for three hours. So 
Uh, anyone who said they haven't done that is uh, is lying. Um, so you said you ate at your first ghost kitchen sometime in the past week. I uh, know that happened today. Today you did. So today. so my question is, well, you can't you can't eat at a ghost kitchen. It's correct. Right. Uh, so I unintentionally arrived at one. Is how I'll word that. So wait, you actually I didn't know went to I was, a ghost kitchen. I didn't know I was going to a ghost kitchen until I was at the ghost kitchen. And I actually walked into the ghost kitchen oh, and God. was like, oh shit, I'm not at the right place. And then I turned around and walked out. And the guy that works at the ghost kitchen came out and said, whoa, what are you looking for, man? And I was like, uh, oh my local- fucking, you went to a ghost kitchen. That's the whole point is you're not supposed to go there. They're supposed to deliver you the food. Can I finish? Sure. I just don't understand how that's even possible. Because you can still order out of the ghost kitchen. Like a pickup? Yes. Oh, dear God. So they had like all the delivery drivers that were ordering pickup, but you could also go in and go to a kiosk like you do at like Sheets or, you know, wherever your elite gas station food place is <laughs> and go to the kiosk and order from like the 12 different mini kitchens that are in the back. So I didn't know. I was trying to get this place that was not in a ghost kitchen the last time that I had it. And then I guess it relocated to a ghost kitchen because it's a pop-up out here. So you went to the ghost kitchen. So I went to the ghost kitchen. And then as I was leaving, the guy was like, no, you're at the right place. This is local foods. I was like, okay, what? And then he brought me in and pretty much explained it to me like I was a little boy. who <laughs> You started was... working at the ghost kitchen? <laughs> He I mean, brought yeah, me in. I mean, he shit. had me start making a couple burgers. Next thing I know, next thing I, I know, yeah, he hours. locked me up. He chained me to the wall and said, yeah. "Now you belong to the ghost kitchen. You are a ghost now. Exactly. You no longer exist. We've erased all memory of your existence, much like Peter Parker in Spider Man. So he, um, if he, you haven't seen that movie, fuck you. It's been long enough. Spoilers don't matter. He, so he, he explained the whole ghost kitchen concept to you, like you were a child. Ooh, he actually did. Yes, he did. I knew what a ghost kitchen was, though, but I didn't realize. That makes it even better. You're just staying there like, oh, okay. But I didn't. That's actually exactly what happened. I didn't realize that you could do exactly what you just said. I didn't realize that you could go in and order it for yourself, and right. then they make it, and then you walk out with it. The other right, thing right too, you want to know why? Because no one does that. No, I, I didn't do it intentionally. I didn't do it intentionally. I was trying to go to a location that was on the same street. That I thought was the same location. I get there with my Uber driver. My stomach immediately sinks. I'm like, oh, fuck. Something's not right. Oh, my God. And then I went through that whole process. You Ubered to a ghost kitchen. Because I had my car was at the dealership. You Ubered to a ghost kitchen to eat food at the ghost kitchen. I didn't eat it at the ghost, at the ghost kitchen. I didn't <laughs> even eat is- it there. Literally the exact opposite of what the experience is supposed to be. You are supposed to... Order an Uber to pick up your food from the ghost kitchen, bring it to you so you can eat it at home. You did, you could not have done ghost kitchens more incorrectly unless you drove there yourself. True. But I wasn't at home. But I wasn't at home. That's not even, you're not even understanding what I'm saying. You literally did the exact opposite of what the experience is supposed to be. I'm not saying where were you? I'm saying there's literally the exact opposite of what it's supposed to be. Okay, that's true. Yes, 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 that is correct. Yes. The other kind of funny part that I just realized is that I I am reading uh, Super Pumped, the story okay. about Uber, and I realized that I had that with me as I was going into the in ghost the kitchen. Jesus so, Christ. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, that was so how was the food? Uh, so I actually didn't even end up 
getting Jesus food from the place that I went Jesus to the ghost kitchen for. Would you get a fucking job application? What the fuck? I went to the ghost kitchen, was like, oh, I'll get local foods. And I was like, whoa, look at all these other options. I wonder how those are. And I ended up getting this like Hawaiian uh, beef restaurant that was actually very good. And I actually hadn't eaten anything all day. So I wasn't able to eat that. I got to the ghost kitchen at like 2.30. I put in my order. I got my food at like 3 o'clock. And then I had to walk about a mile down the street to find somewhere to sit down to eat it. But then I remembered that I had to be on a call. So I had to jump on the call as I was in front of a bakery. And then I was on a call for an hour. And then I felt bad that I was in front of the bakery using their patio area. So I went in and I bought red velvet cake. And then I left and got an Uber and went back to the dealership, which had my car already ready for an hour because I didn't know that it was ready because I was on this call for work. And then I got in my car and then I drove home and then I sat down and then I inhaled my Hawaiian beef lunch dinner. Liner. Liner. We're going to call that liner or bunch. We'll call it. I don't want to call it brunch because it's not breakfast lunch, but it's no, wait, no. There would be no dunch. Be- it's it's dunch. Christ. Dunch. Dunch, listeners. It's dunch. That. Did you get all that? That was one of the stupidest things I've ever heard in my life. I just want to make sure you got all that. I mean, that was my day today. So I stupid or not. That Is was that an day. average day for you? Serious question. No, no. That was car dealership chaos. Jesus Christ. Everybody knows car dealership chaos. Do you know when everyone you knows You know that. when Billy Madison gives his like big speech at the end of the movie? Oh yeah. That was that was that. That's what you just I've gotten did. that a lot. Yeah, that's that's understandable. You know what I would actually like for our dealers to, or our dealers, Jesus, for our listeners to do? Send in your car dealership chaos stories. Give me a story about, you know, an experience that you had related to a day at the car dealership and you what know, may have happened or what you may have done. I think our listeners are smart, which means they probably don't go to the dealership. That's what I'm telling you. Uh... Are you smart if the dealership is covering everything because you just bought the car and you would be paying smart to take people it anywhere don't else? buy new cars? Uh, <laughs> in today's market, they do when used cars are more expensive than new cars. Is that still true? I don't know if that's uh, still that true. is still true. That is still true. As I, of a couple of days ago, that is still true. That's still tr- you could have gotten your car, you got your car cheaper, new. Yes, yes, that's when you factor everything in. Yes, what are you factoring in? <laughs> The fact that it's the most recent car, there's the least amount of miles on it. There's no car facts. Okay, see now you're doing experience some, related yeah, to it. I don't know about that. No, you're being you're being out argued. So now you're aborting. No, the no, argument. no. How, how do you put a monetary value on having no? I can't, mon- but I could put value that's priceless. Right. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any. How do you make that argument? Something, some things put- don't have concrete value like that. So I'm putting, I'm factoring in non-concrete value qualities. You know what this sounds like? Some bullshit people who buy a new car would tell you. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. But if it makes you happy, it makes you happy. And if you get free, uh, if you get, you know, to spend three hours running around at the dealership for free, hey, good on you for that, man. It sounds like you had a good experience because of it. I had so, a great day. Yeah. It sounds I had like a great it. day. It sounds like it. I got red velvet cake. I got some steps in. I walked around a part of the neighborhood. Got stabbed. Got to witness some puppies getting run over by a car. It's fine. That was a different day. That was a different day. That was a different day. Okay. They didn't get run over too. They just, they actually crossed the street successfully. How was, how was your Uber ride? Was it normal? 
Oh, fuck. That's right. I totally forgot about that. Uh, so I got in the oh, Uber Jesus. ride to go from the dealership to the ghost kitchen. Um, and <laughs> I was just talking to this guy, pretty much saying like, oh, yeah, I'm at the dealership. Uh, you know, just got picked up from there. It's super slam. But like, you know, uh, the last thing that you can do is at least just be like patient and kind and understanding. Meanwhile, like everybody else at the dealership seemed like they were just like really distraught and anger. Um, yeah. And you never want to be at the dealership. Well, right. But that doesn't mean that you've just like should be an asshole. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then this Uber driver just broke into this like theology moment oh, like no. out of the history channel you know the crazy ancient aliens guy yeah yeah, yeah he yeah. started going into this huge like took what i said completely ignored it but used it as a <laughs> off point for his like theology rant his sermon he was like yeah what people don't realize is that like everybody's gonna die one day and people are acting like they're not gonna die i couldn't even keep track with what he was oh saying due to the, like he had a car that was like am i really gonna end up at my destination or am i getting abducted right now oh jesus <laughs> Um, and then he, what, what else did he say? So he basically gave uh, you a sermon about yes. the final, uh, outcome of your life. Like a Bible belt sermon. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, he broke into, yeah, everybody's going to die one day. We need to start acting like it. Oh, he was, went into some really weird rant. He like described AD to me, but he used like explain the acronym as something else. Like the else. year AD, like 20 AD. Yeah, and like what the fuck? The AD part, he said it was something else that I can't even remember because it threw me off so much when he mentioned it. And then he started talking about Julius Caesar, and like Dude. afternoon, noon after, and some weird shit like I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna go out on a very sturdy, thick limb here, and say it should be illegal for Uber drivers to talk to you. Yes, yes, it should be illegal. Isn't there a feature? I thought there was a feature where you can choose, I don't want to be talked to. Really? Is there? I remember checking I that before. I don't know so where it long. went. Yeah, I don't know where it went, but there was a feature one or two times when I used it where it was like, what do you want your conversation? What is your conversation level? What? Like talkative, medium, or don't want to be spoken to. Oh, my God. No, mm -hmm. I know. Shut the fuck up. Don't talk to me. Yeah. And I've heard, and yeah. I know people that are like, Oh, I met this guy who was a uh, investment banker and a P he owned a PE firm, then sold it. Now he just drives Uber for fun, and I connected with Whoa, him. And he's he's gonna he's gonna be good for my business career. And actually, he already set me up with a job interview. And I'm like, hey, hey, cool, good for you, good for you. You made something good come out of it. That is one out of every twenty thousand Uber rides. So I don't give a fuck. Don't speak to me. Don't speak to me. And that makes me think too. I was thinking about this today. Um, if you hit the lottery tomorrow and never tomorrow. had to work another day in your life, would you? Yeah, I didn't. I was in between today and tomorrow. Um, would you still work? Probably. Obviously, what you're doing. Well, what you're doing is kind of a like passion pursuit, right? But yeah, I mean, I'd if, probably try just keep doing what I'm doing. I definitely. If you were working a nine to five like me, though. No, definitely not. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Not. I th I find it crazy the people that are like, yeah. Well, now I do. I think before I was kind of in their boat, but now I'm like. Well, a lot of those people really like their jobs. Like people that true. go back to work, like 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 their jobs. Those people exist. 
I thought they were just made up people. I know created it's crazy. By the government. No, some people do like their jobs, or I think they just dislike everything else in their life so much that they see that they think they like uh, their jobs. <laughs> that's probably it. You know, is there is there an R slash uh, I like my job or I love my Honestly, job? Honestly, probably, it probably is. It's probably it's, it's really probably unbearable. in a war with uh, anti work. Yeah, I don't know which one would be more unbearable. unbearable. Probably anti work, if we're being honest. But uh, yeah, dude, would that reminds that- me. I just read that article this week. Some dude just won in New York, just won a $10 million lottery for the second time in three years. I saw that as well. Three, first of all, fuck you. Fuck that guy. Like, you know how sometimes they have a story where like uh, a gas station owner wins the lottery and then like someone in his family kills him and mm, like- mm-hmm. And then they make a movie about it with Kevin Hart. Yeah, I do remember that. Right. I do know that. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't know that. But yeah, there's like a story. It's like a sad story. Every now and then, a lottery winner will get killed because someone wanted the money or whatever. But uh, th- in this case, it should be legal to kill this guy. Like it should be. Oh, it so should it be turns like into like the most season. dangerous game. Yeah, it should be like. Oh, yeah, exactly. It should be like open season. This guy just won his second ten million dollar lottery. You should be allowed to kill him. And then if you corner him, then you can negotiate and be like, "Hey, I want fifty grand, or I'm going to murder you." Deal, deal, okay. Completely legal. Completely legal. I did love the fact that it looked like in the duration from when he won the first ten million, like his wardrobe hasn't changed at all. Oh no. It still his, looks like he's changing tires at like a yes. at like a Conrad's or something. Yeah. Stealing tires. It looks like he's stealing does, tires out of apartment complex. It does. Yeah. He's uh yeah, he did not have the greatest clothes and he's still in like his statement he was like, I'm still trying to spend the last ten million. It's like, yeah, no shit. Meanwhile, so the guy's the been at the strip the club every single day. Yeah. He that, he was one of those guys that will be at the strip club at noon on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. He that probably is, works there. Who he is, yes, yes. It was knows all the girls, knows all the bartenders, knows all the bouncers. That is a, that's just a perfect example of of I truly think some people have all the luck. Like not like ev- I think everyone can create their own luck, but I think there are literally just some people on this planet that just have more luck. And Absolutely, it's like just my, the odds. My father, it's a running joke in our household. My father definitely has more luck than my mother as far as like entering contests and things Real, of that okay. nature. Yes. I so think if they exactly. if you would put them head to head and they would enter the same amount of contests, my father would come out on top yeah. considerably more than my mother would. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've 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 I don't think I've ever won. In fact, I know the only contest I've ever won because it's the you only contest remember. I've ever won. And mm-hmm. literally it wasn't even a contest, it was a cakewalk at Spooky Saturday. Oh which my isn't God, even a context. It's literally thing. like we have 400 cakes. We need to give out 400 cakes. So literally walk around in a circle more than once and you will win a cake. And that's was how I that, won a cake. Was that this? Like that's up the, there. The in odds of greatest winning a childhood there are like 150%. Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. 100%. But you're there to give kids joy. If yeah. you don't give a kid a cake in that scenario, you're you're giving him you know, you're, you're depriving him of joy. Right. They did a great job of giving joy to every kid. Every kid got a cake. Almost every kid got a cake. Yeah. Yes. You know, you can't, it's 
Yeah. Well, because some parents wouldn't, you know, a kid would win and they'd be like, all right, no one else is playing the cakewalk because I don't want my kids bringing home three cakes and losing their fucking minds. That's right. You know? I forgot about that. Yeah. What did they, did they, it was like community collected, wasn't it? Like people would bring in cakes that they made? Yeah, parents just baked a cake. So basically instead of your parents baking you a cake to enjoy, they brought in a cake for a chance for another child to win the cake. So it was basically just a giant cake sharing program. To basically but it was probably fun for that kid. It was probably fun for that kid that didn't have the parent that made the cake because then he's like, oh shit, Mrs. Daniels makes a damn good cake. You're telling me that I could win her entire cake here? Yeah. Let's fucking go. The funny part Mrs. about Daniels it was you cake. got to see like which, you could very easily tell which kids' uh, mothers were rich stay-at-home moms versus like single or divorced working moms based solely on the cakes at the table like my mom would have her cake there and it'd be like a yellow cake which is first of all the worst cake out there but she would be like a (laughs) yellow cake with like just plain chocolate frosting smeared on top like that's the cake and then you see other moms that are like decorated like pumpkins and they have candy corn on them and they have all this writing and all this incredible stuff and you'd be like okay they're rich and she hates yeah. her husband. And she doesn't she, work. Yeah, she cheats on her wife while he's yeah. at work and she has all this time to make a cake. And then there were the truly rich, like truly I don't care about you moms that would just like go to Giant Eagle and just buy a cake and be like, yeah, here's the cake. And it would just be a pre-made like cake they just bought that morning for $20. You know what? You know what I think is one of the worst things in the world yet one of those categories that one of the worst things in the world that people think is good are those grocery store cookie the cakes. cookie cakes oh man and when i would see that at the cakewalk i was like trey oh like dude that's the a devil bad, yeah i was like no. avoid at all costs that, if that i get, should have been illegal to bring that, that to a cakewalk yeah my life is like i'm avoid at all costs i want nothing to do with it don't even look it in its eye keep you know it's like the grinch i wouldn't touch it was is that the grinch i wouldn't touch it with like a uh, 29 14 and a half, and a half. yeah whatever it is yeah there we go um, exactly yeah i remember a kid we went to high school with in our grade his mom worked at giant eagle and uh every year on like his birthday or whenever there was a class party in french or like another class or whatever he would bring in uh, a free cookie cake he'd bring in a, a big ass cookie cake and so i mean i probably ate I mean, fucking three cookie cakes worth of cookie cakes by the time I got out of high school. Um, and I, I was like, yeah, that's good enough for me. Now now that I'm talking about it right now, I'm wrapping up a 48-hour fast. I could crush a cookie cake right now. What? It could crush a cookie cake. But, I mean, um, yeah, you could, probably, you could probably crush a cardboard cake right now yes, if you had to. Yeah, basically. But uh, 48-hour fast? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think my dog just fucking farted so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh no! He either farted or shit himself. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, what if he didn't shit himself? What if he just had no uh, bowel control? You adopted him. You're like, yeah, everything's going fine, and then he just started. One of our friends' dogs does that. Just shits everywhere. Shits all over the floor. Oh, and- I didn't know that. If uh, he, I would not have him. As insensitive as that is, <laughs> goodbye. I, I wouldn't have him. Goodbye. Good, like legit. Yeah, yeah I goodbye. would. Yeah, yeah. There's a line that would be a line. I game over. Yeah, yes. that if you if you if it's just shit and it's itself everywhere. I ain't got time for that. Yeah, no. You put it back. Somebody on the else road. has got time for that. Yeah, someone else will figure it out. It's not for me. Yeah, it's it's as it's fun. Um, harsh as that is. Oh, and uh, that kind of reminded me because it was just we were talking about the rich moms and everything. It reminded me of Ski Club. So I did I did survive mm. 
skiing. I know last time we left it at a, a cliffhanger about whether mm-hmm. or not I did go for my first ski lesson. It was awesome because it was a group lesson, but no one else uh, was there. So it was just me and the instructor for two hours. No one else showed up? The, no one else there was signed only up. one other person signed up and they didn't show up. Classic. And that is the benefit of going skiing in Ohio at 11 o'clock on a Wednesday or Thursday, whatever it was. Um, so it was just me and this woman who had been skiing for like 50 years or 40 years, whatever. Um, and oh, oh, I oh. got, so it was basically a one-on-one private lesson. I got a ton of uh runs down the little fake like the not even hill like the sidewalk basically it's good to start on yeah Very good to start and then on. um and then i got uh probably 10 runs down their like practice tiny little hill um that she was telling me one the snow that day was like kind of icy so she was saying this is like faster than normal um and she was also saying that like the their bunny hill or whatever they call it is technically more of like a what's it what's the lowest like a green or something green yeah she it's was green saying, blue black double black she was saying it was technically more like it's technically more like a green uh and this is at boston mills than like a normal mm-hmm. bunny hill would be so she was like if you were go- to go to a holiday valley or somewhere else it would be even easier than this so uh, i went down it it was super fun there's definitely some leg movements that are like just foreign uh, the hardest part, honestly, for me is walking in the skis, walking in the skis is like, I could not, like, there were just so many areas where I was trying to oh. walk up a little incline or something in the skis. And I would just keep mm-hmm. falling down backwards. Um, but because you were sliding backwards, just sliding backwards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but the yeah. whole lesson, uh, I didn't fall once. Uh, I even got to, uh, I even got to, uh, start doing like parallel turns or my skis are parallel as opposed to um yeah like the oh pizza the pizza or whatever they call them. Oh, the boy. wedge the wedge is what she said yeah um, okay but then as soon as she left i went down a few more times myself and immediately uh wiped out uh twice i wiped out yeah, twice yeah. and the first time um i had to take my skis completely off and then stand up put them back on and finish going down the hill and then the second time I was like, no, I'm fucking figuring this out. And I just like stuck my poles in and kind of propped myself up like like Jimmy from South Park. I was like, hey, fellas. And then, <laughs> and then got up and didn't even have to take my skis off and made it the rest of the way down the hill. So wait until wait until you go down a hill and the hill takes your skis off. Yeah, no, that it's terrifying. Wait for that. I'm terrified. Yes. Dude, I was looking at the other hills, the bigger ones and everything. I was like, that mm. is so scary. I have yet to find out how to go slowly it's all about turning yes that's how you go slow that's what i gotta turn more that's right she said you just gotta keep turning like you're going back uphill and my when i my turns to the left are very sharp and very controlled because my my right leg is uh sane and easy to use my turns to the right are extremely fast, extremely wide. And my left leg is like a gimp compared to my right one. So very scary turning, turning right. I feel like Zoolander, like he can't turn a certain direction. I, yeah, he can't turn left. Yeah, can't turn I literally left. told her that she started cracking up. She's like, yeah, that is you. I was like, all right, bitch, fucking calm down. Thank God he saw the movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was very fun. But yeah, I mean, I, I would need a lot more practice to feel comfortable oh, yeah. going down anything with even trees nearby i mean just it's uh 
it's you a could lot. go down you could go down a blue but it'd be pretty brutal like the first blues that i went down i just wrecked a lot and yeah. then you just start focusing in more and then you just start wrecking less and less and then you really get the hang of it the most foreign thing to me was um it's like the opposite of proper squat form because like you're squat mm. you're not squatting you're kind of squatting you're like a little squatted but you're not and then all of your pressure and weight is supposed to be on your heels as your as and your shins as your shins are pushing forward in the ski boot you know mm-hmm. which is the exact opposite of squatting squatting you want all the weight back you want everything back you want your knees back and everything it was like the exact so doing depending it, on who you ask these yeah, days not to interrupt no, you but uh, am i gonna be that guy yeah uh, that guy kind of like if you talk to like a guy on the street if you pull a guy on the street you're like Hey man, you ever heard of knees over toes guy? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the last question you want to ask anyone. Dude, that guy blew off Uber out driver. of nowhere. Literally went on Rogan and then everyone heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. He I remember I remember seeing him on there and I was like, that sounds stupid. But I was like, that sounds like a bad idea. But go ahead. But and then do you it. see him but then you see him jump and you're like, Oh, I wanna jump that high. Uh, do you? I never I've never really oh, yeah. looked at someone and been like, I want to jump that high. Oh, I do- if I jump that high, I could die happy. Right, There's yeah, a couple you're, things you're that like I could a die basketball happy. guy. There are a lot of people, yeah. a lot of guys I know would love to. I've never, probably just because at like the age of two, I resigned myself to be like, you're never going to jump that high. I've never had a desire to be like, I want to be able to jump that high. I mean, unless you're dunking a basketball, there's pretty much no need to jump that high. Right, unless like a car is coming at you. Right, like what are the other what are the other use cases? At that point, I feel like I'd rather roll than jump. Right, you just roll. I'd be like, oh shit, okay, I've seen this. Here's how I do it. You just take it. Yeah, I um, but yeah, overall, it was a fun experience. I would definitely go again. It is a little costly, obviously, but if you like, you go somewhere for Naturally. a week. It's not bad. Um, but dude, uh, I got uh, so my buddies hooked me up with like there's like an Epic Pass yeah, or an passes. Icon Pass. Yeah. So like you can send those to other people and they can get discounts. Oh. So that was pretty dope. And I then down that. the road, like. I had another couple of buddies that like through this uh, pandemic, like just went to like Colorado and stayed out there for yeah. two months and just worked out of there. Like as oh, far yeah, as the icon epic goes, that. it was like a endemic basically. Yeah. yeah. But it was like the sickest endemic. thing ever too, because before with the epic or icon pass, like, yeah, you would get it. But then like you, you really had to, had to focus and, in. Yeah, right. Yeah. And now it's just they uh, could just use a very it big perk. Yeah. The hard part right. for me is like my fucking, I've been saying this for years. My whole body's misaligned, so like my internal. That's what I was gonna off, say. But my legs are even different sizes a little bit, so like mm-hmm. my uh, calf and my right foot like fit perfectly in my size eleven boot. Uh, my left one was a little lighter, like a little bit looser. So I couldn't. I didn't feel as comfortable leaning into everything on my left side, or I had to lean more than I did on my right. Very strange. Just very, very some small things. But she was like, everyone's got their side, so just you just figure it out. But were you were you born with a clubbed foot? I feel like how you describe your body, you like had to have been born with I, a clubbed I'm foot. I'm basically like Quasimodo, uh, but uh, just better looking a little bit. So yeah, that's uh, a little bit, just a little better looking. The resemblance I see though, yeah, it's it's. Did you get whatever. a haircut? Uh, I wore a hat, but I did get a haircut as well. But that was shit. When I get that, that was last week. I got that. La- I got a haircut last Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, so it's been a little bit while. Let it kind of fold in a little bit. But I was wearing a hat, so it kind of got matted down a little bit. Oh, that was another thing, though, that I got I got kind of a uh, crash course in men's beauty over the weekend. Um, oh, I God. Okay. I have 
pretty much my entire life, and this might get a, a an uproar of a reaction, pretty much my entire life not used conditioner, and I realized that that's really bad. Is it? Um, I've never. I stopped using conditioner. I was like four. I apparently okay. Apparently, it can encourage your hair falling out. Apparently, not using conditioner. I guess. I guess shampoo dries it out and makes your hair like thin and damaged and unmoisturized, and you need the conditioner to bring the moisture back in to make your hair fuller, and like something to do with curls. But I don't have curls. You know who I think says that? Guys that sell conditioner. Yeah. Okay, this guy didn't sell conditioner, but he's got really thick hair, and I felt like he tried to make, yeah. like, you know, no. uh, it was comparing apples to oranges. Yeah, I mean, here's here's my thing with conditioner. Um, It's a scam, just like shampoo, and guy, people with thick hair are born with thick hair. Oh, my God. The thick hair complainers make we, me I know. We talked about this, I think, last murder. week. Okay. So, okay. like, yeah, oh, yeah. So it, it, well, there you go. That just shows how passionate I am about it. It's thicken your hair. It's all horse shit. There's a whole movement of people. It's kind of gross, but there's a whole movement of people that have completely sworn off washing and conditioning their hair. Mm, so, like, when yes. they're in the shower, they'll just use, you know what I'm talking about? They'll just use water or whatever. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they're, like, for the first, I forget how long it is, first few weeks, first month, whatever, your hair's like really greasy and kind of gross and smells. And then after that, your scalp and your head kind of acclimates and goes, oh, okay, we're not scrubbing our head every day, maybe twice a day sometimes with all this random shit. So it acclimates and then it just stops producing grease. It looks fuller. It grows quicker. It's healthier. This is a real thing. Look it up. I I never knew this. I knew some people didn't wash their hair, but I didn't realize that you're scalp mutated to that is adapt. The, that is the thought yeah but the big thing is it's easier to do this for someone who has thick hair as always the bastards get it better mm-hmm. because their hair it's thick it doesn't mat up or anything if, if you have thin hair while you're going through the process of like the uh, it being really greasy and gross and your scalp reacclimating i mean it's gonna look like absolute garbage and I mean, for me, I have to at least rinse my hair every single day after I wake up because my, when I wake up, I look like a grotesque human being because of my, because my hair's thin and the way yes. it is on my head. Um, I look like I just crawled out of a stick of butter. Yeah, truly. And I even was when I get out of the shower, I look, anytime form. it gets wet or is just yep. rubbed up against anything for a little bit of time, it looks terrible. I always feel bad about that. I'm like at the beach, like at the pool, and I'm like, ah, shit. I just went in the water and came out, and I probably just look like uh, yeah. bad. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, if I ever did the whole no wash my hair thing, I would have to wear a brown paper bag over my head. <laughs> well, look into it. Everyone, it everyone who's interested, do a little research on it because uh, maybe you don't have to use shampoo or conditioner ever again. I mean, when I lived in Chicago, I used nothing but a bar of soap for about a year and a half, and I was completely fine. So, uh, yeah, but you also didn't leave your apartment for a year and a half. So, you didn't have to. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Uh, you can follow me everywhere at Matt X Shaver. Mike is on Instagram at MPAV00. He's been posting some Spotify songs. Uh, I wouldn't follow him this week. Wait until he stops doing that and then go ahead and give him a follow. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time.